Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. is up idp army and offensive points it's your boy jordan oh sorry no it's josh all here uh we got the offensive points over here uh we're gonna go through all the games this week talk a little offense uh i know you're here for the idp army possibly but you know what stay for the offensive side because you also need that information so go follow us on all the socials the idp army on twitter instagram tiktok youtube offensive points on twitter josh hall stl on twitter billy at ombre vendor on twitter and then op joe with two e's he's not here today but we'll 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 get through we've we've been managing so far me and billy haven't even fought yet we haven't even had a fireball bet yet so nope stay tuned and we'll get there yes we will i got some spicy takes this week on teams i think are gonna win you do. All right, well, let's get into Let's just jump right into this game previews. We already got our news and notes. If you haven't checked that out, go check that out now. Uh, we got some pretty good information there of what's going on with the NFL in general. So, but let's get into the first game. Oh, what, what, what do we got here? What do we got for the first game, Bill? All right, well, the first game is the Bears versus the Commanders, Thursday night football. Hopefully, you all are listening to this in time. If not, I hope it was a rousing game. These Thursday night games have been an absolute disaster so far. Um, we're at uh, at Soldier Field in Chicago. Probably going to be a crisp, cold night up there in the Windy City. Um, Josh, the quarterbacks in this game, I have a tough time starting either of them, to be perfectly frank with you. Yeah, you're absolutely not starting either of these quarter. Well, I, you know, honestly, Wentz could make for a good start. I've actually been sitting here debating. I got Rodgers and Wentz in a, in a league, and I'm debating on playing Wentz to get that. But I know if I sit there, I'm going to sit at those nine points because the Bears might actually decide to play defense. Wentz is playable. Uh, you are not playing Justin Fields. You don't. You shouldn't even be rostering Justin Fields at this moment. But he did have a couple decent weeks his last two weeks. But um, sure, if you want to keep him on your bench as a stash, you've got a, a quarterback with a week 13 buy, and you're hoping that things get better. But no, you're not starting fields. Wentz, you're thinking about it, but I'm not telling you to do it because I don't even know if I'm going to do it myself. So <laughs> uh, tight end wise, uh, you're not starting anyone either. Uh, Komet has started to get a little bit better, but you're not uh, you're not really excited about his targets yet. The the passing, the fact that the Bears have only passed, I think, a max of 22 times a game is not great for any pass catcher. But into the pass catchers, are you starting Mooney this week? He's no. gaining he's gaining traction. Uh it's albeit it's one big play a game the last two weeks. I have to start him unfortunately I'm in a weird bye week riddled state in one of my leagues. And I'm not upset about it because you know what? He's been putting up sevens and eights and he's due for a big game. I think you're not done with Mooney. I tried to trade you for Mooney and you wouldn't even give him to me. You immediately declined that. So, hmm. Yeah, not yet. Um, we should mention before we get too far into this, the bye teams this week are the Lions, Raiders, Titans, and Texans. So you're going to have bye situations. For example, Hawkinson 
Uh, Waller has been on a multi-bye week already, so that, you know, you haven't really had to replace him too much, but you might have to. Um, so that would be the only situation where you're putting in Logan Thomas or Cole Komet. Hopefully you're not in that situation and you have a, you know, you picked up Gerald Everett or you picked up Taysom Hill this week because you got him off waivers, something like that. But <laughs> we'll get into that in a bit, but yes, uh, yes. Anyway, I think Mooney is a decent flex start. I don't think you're excited about it because it's a Thursday game and you're just going to grind your teeth at the end of it. If he doesn't do anything. But I think that with these two pass uh, terrible defenses, I should say, uh, their wide receivers are all the rage. And so getting into Washington receivers, who are you starting, Billy? What, what's the wide receiver starts uh, in Washington? McLaurin, you have to get him out there. Um, I, you don't really have much of a choice. Um, Jahan Dotson's already been ruled out this week, so you don't have to worry about putting him in a flex spot because that's not going to happen, uh, which leads me to thinking that Diami Brown might be a consideration. In my opinion, it was the direct correlation of Jahan Dotson not being there and Diami Brown being there um, that made Diami Brown a very good option for them. So Curtis Samuel had a really hot start to the season. He's kind of cooled off a little bit since then. Um, but Josh, are you in on the Diami Brown stock that I tried to razz you about this weekend and you switched me? I shut you down quick, man. I'm sorry. I know we're talking about Dynasty. And and in Dynasty, I'm excited about him. And if you're in a really deep league, sure. But I don't think you're quite starting him just yet. But the problem is, Dotson's out. And this should be a pass-heavy game. I mean, I would assume for Washington at the very least. Um, But the Bears also can't stop the run. So I I, I feel like Washington's such a big question mark. Like I said, anyone on Washington to start, maybe Wentz, McLaurin, and then I guess your third one, is Diami Brown, but like, well, I guess Curtis Samuel. Um, you're not starting the running backs because they just didn't use them last week. I mean, I just you can't start Antonio Gibson with Brian Robinson there right now, um, and you can't start Brian Robinson because they haven't used him yet. So, I, I, I guess you could think about Diami. I mean, the fact that if this turns into a Wentz throwing game again, I, I feel like you think about it, but I'm not excited about it yet. I just feel like it's too early for, for unless you're like in a really crunch time, you picked him up off the waivers. You got no one else there. I think that's your only play. Um, I'm just going to, as we kind of wrap up this game, because we're not really expecting much. I know we're kind of hoping this, this is a big game, but I, I don't think it will be. Um, so on Thursday night football so far, every week, except for that weird Pittsburgh Browns game has gone under the total points. Uh, you know, like the Vegas, the over-under for the week. Every game but one has gone under. This week's over-under is 38 and a half. That's 17 points aside, basically. Well, I guess it's, what, 19 points aside is what they're saying could be the over. And they don't, you know, it's not probably going to hit. So you're not going to get a ton of value from anyone this week in Vegas is tipping their hand, letting you know that it's probably not going to be a big week for any of these offensive players. I think that's more of overcorrection on their part. I think that this actually could be a good game because the teams are so evenly matched. Bad defense versus okay offense. I mean, obviously Washington, I think, has the upper hand on offense so far, but I think this might be the the week where we see Justin Fields actually play football. And I'm not saying start him. Please do not do that. I, I Even a super flex, I hope you have a better option. But um, you're obviously starting Montgomery uh, and you're sitting Herbert for now while Montgomery's healthy. It's just a heads up. So um, right. let, let's just go ahead and get past. We can, we can move on from yeah. this game. Um, I have the bears winning. 
I think the Bears win and they fire Ron Rivera after well, Commanders fire Ron Rivera after the game. I was gonna go Commanders, but you went Bears, so I'll go Bears with you. I don't I don't want any fights here yet. We got plenty of time to fight over some games. So uh, moving on to the next game, we have the most exciting game. Uh, arguably, we'll talk about the next game after that. But uh, Bills Chiefs, the two best teams in the AFC. Some say the best teams in the league. I don't because the Eagles are undefeated. Uh, but we got 325 game at Arrowhead. Uh, looks like to have some pretty clear skies there because, you know, it's just going to be a clear week overall. I, I think we're, we're not having too much. A little bit of wind. Uh, nice 69 degrees, though. Classic. Nice. Um, is there? Let's start off with players you're not playing. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll start with the Bills. You're not starting Dawson Knox. Um, I think that that's a pretty safe bet. Um, I don't think you feel comfortable starting Devin Singletary, but I understand it if you have had him this long and you may not have another option because of injuries or buys or whatever. Real quick, just because I, I hate to get out of the, the terrible game we just got out of, but I'm in a situation where I have McLaurin or Singletary, and that's my play. It's one or the other, and it hurts me because I know Singletary is probably going to get a bunch of checkdowns, which is his saving grace at the moment. He hasn't ran for over 48 yards yet. Um yeah. And this is the game where it would just be check down game, you know, it would. Um, but for the bills, everybody else is in play to be started. Um, Gabe Davis, welcome back to the league. It was awesome to see him out there hitting strides. I mean, was I it? wish it was more than just two big plays, but it was fun Pissed to see. Uh, well, yeah, of course. But uh, Stefan Diggs, obviously you got to start him up. Um, I even think Isaiah McKenzie, the wide receiver three is a very startable piece on this team. He has been very good. Um, mostly that was with Gabe Davis out injured where he was the wide receiver too. I understand, but at the same time, flex plays are hard to gauge and this game's going to be a shootout. So would it shock me if Isaiah McKenzie's heavily involved because of that? It wouldn't. And you're going to have the chiefs getting Trent McDuffie back possibly. So that's another cornerback for, you know, in their corner. I just think, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get burned by this Bills offense. Um, watch this game go under, by the way, and not be a very good game. But at the same time, we can always hope that it is the playoff game from last year, and we just have two guys firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I agree. You got any awesome possum plays of the week here on the Bills? My, my awesome possum play of the week is Isaiah McKenzie. Um, you're gonna need a cheap play, um, probably to fortify your more expensive roster. And I think if you throw him in as your cheap play, I'm, I'll have to check what he is on DraftKings. But I think that I think that's the direction you go in because he is going to be utilized in this game. It's probably going to net you 15, 14 points. But as a cheap play, that's exactly the kind of thing you need. So uh, getting into the Chiefs, you are sitting every single wide receiver that is on this team for the foreseeable future. The only one you're even thinking about is Valdez Scantling. And if you're in a bye week crunch, he is a flex play. No, he hasn't. Valdez Scantling is whooping his ass right now in fantasy points, and it's not great for either of them. So no, uh, no, no. You're, if you ever want to slide one of them in a daily lineup, I like your idea because any of them could break. Uh, Hardman actually had a couple of good plays. Sky Moore is still – they're kind of using him as like a running back flex. You're not using him yet, but – uh, between Hardman, Juju, and Valdez Scantling, I think it's Valdez Scantling in my opinion, and then it's Hardman in my opinion because Juju's getting six every game, so uh, not not there yet. Edwards Alaire is actually my awesome possum play of the week here because 
he loves to find I Mahomes just loves him. Um, so oh, before before we get too far into this, what do you think with what they did with Jarek McKinnon last week, where they completely they didn't have Clyde Edwards Hilaire run at all? I think that's why you play Edward Hilaire this week. Because okay. people are gonna be off of him. I just I, I, I don't think that this is a long term solution. Jarek McKinnon was good, uh, not great, and he's gonna be out there. It, I mean, Clyde Edwards Lair is going to be out there. It's it was a pretty even split. I mean, probably less. They were trying to use McKinnon as a in the run game, but it wasn't working. I mean, it was eight, eight rushes for fifty three yards. It was okay. They weren't using him enough to where I'm worried about Edwards Lair, and that's why I have him there because people aren't going to be playing him because they're going to see that L. That's why you don't play people like Gabe Davis because he just blew up last week. Could he blow up again? Sure, but like you're risking that everyone else is playing him as well. So you want to find that guy, in my opinion. And that's why I'm putting Edwards Lair in here, because that's the guy. Kelsey caught all the touchdowns last week. That's not going to happen again, is what I'm saying. No, that was so weird. I, I, that has to be the first time in NFL history a player has caught 24 yards and four touchdowns. There just could not have ever been another way that that happened with receiving touchdowns. It's just no. not possible. I, it's it's definitely not going to happen. And uh, I got the Bills win in this game. I think the Chiefs proved some weaknesses last week uh, against the Raiders. And the fact that the Raiders were even in that game was wild. I agree. But before we move on, do you remember uh, Mike Tolbert for sure the do. Chargers, the, the sure original do. touchdown vulture? That kind of was what Kelsey was reminding me of in that game. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it is wild. And anyone who won their game because Kelsey's Mahomes, Kelsey and Mahomes' situation, good for you, man. Or if you had Devontae Adams in there as well, one of those two of those three, good for you, man. That was a great game. We all enjoyed it, but whew, it's not happening. I mean, it's, it's going to, Kelsey's going to have down weeks. And I'm not saying this is going to be a down week, but he's not going to put up four touchdowns. So That's you're true. playing Kelsey, you're playing Mahomes, you're playing Allen, you're playing Diggs, you're playing Edward Solaire. And then Gabe Davis and Isaiah Gabe Davis for redraft. You're going to want to play in dynasty and whatnot. I, Isaiah McKenzie for uh, DFS DFS. Thank you. I just, my brain just stopped. So I, I got bills winning this. Allen. What do you, what do you got here? Bills are going to win. Um, I know it's at chiefs and I know that it's weird. that The bills are favored, but I think Vegas knows something, you know, it's just one of those things. Vegas knows something. We'll give it to them. So uh, we got Bills here. And then now my favorite game of the week, we got Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, and that's going to be Sunday night football. We got them in at the link in Philadelphia. It's going to be phenomenal. We got some really clear skies, a little cloudy, four-mile-per-hour winds, no problems with kickers. We're just going to have a nice, easy game. Um, what do you got, Bill? I, I would love to hear you before the people are already tired of hearing me talk about the Eagles. That's fair. Um so I actually think this is not going to be a good – this is not a good spot for the Cowboys to be in. Um, I think that this is the one week where their defense is going to be in trouble. Uh, they have been feasting on playing bad O-lines. We are talking about the Bengals earlier. Uh, we're talking about the Rams. These are terrible O-lines. The Eagles, that is not the case. They have a very good O-line. And Lane Johnson still hasn't given up a sack, and I don't even know – I don't even remember the stat, but it was insane. Um, so I think the Eagles are going to be moving – quite up and down the field and the Cowboys. I just don't trust Cooper rush to catch up from behind, which is what they're going to have to do. Like I, I hope because I want points from all of the Cowboys players. Cause I have a lot of them stashed on my teams, but do I trust them? No, I don't. And Cowboys wise, I think you can only start CD lamb. I mean, you could put Gallup out there. You could put Zeke out there. You could put Pollard out there. I, you're not guaranteed points from any of those guys. Lamb's been the only real consistent player on this team. 
just getting into the Cowboys, um, I do agree with most of you. I will say that the Eagles offensive <clears throat> line is experiencing a uh, variety of injuries between Jason Kelsey, Dickerson, uh, and Jordan Malata and Samalu, which is four of our five starters, but they all got limited practices in on Wednesday, and I don't see any of them missing the <clears throat> game on this one. Maybe one potentially if someone if something doesn't go right. So and they're all little little minor dings. They they were banged up in the game, and that's why I was kind of shocked that we still beat Arizona because that whole offensive line went out. But uh, no, Dallas in general, uh, I think you're going to play CeeDee Lamb because that is Cooper Rush's favorite target. Uh, Dalton Schultz has been nowhere to be found even when he does play. Uh, and then the running backs are just too inconsistent to choose. I mean, you're going to get 10 points out of them. I think that's the big thing, um, whether you have Zeke or Pollard. So I think you think about playing either one of them. And if you have to, if you're in a bye week pinch, I think you're good with it. We are not that great against the run as as the Eagles are. So keep an eye out on those two. I'm down to play them. Um, if I was to play anyone at DFS, I'd be playing Pollard. Um, he's just more explosive. Zeke's looking kind of lame with his carries. So, um, And then on to the Eagles side, uh, Jalen Hurts, you're, you're going to play him because uh, this is the game where he's going to give it his all. So one thing I was talking about with some Cowboys uh, fans and of coworkers was that Cooper Rush is playing, obviously. Micah Parsons is limited to start uh, the the week already, questionable to play at the moment, which he will play, of course. But this is the thing is everybody's worried about Jalen Hurts getting sacked and getting out of, out of you know, Micah Parsons is this, Micah Parsons that. Jalen Hurts doesn't want to get out of that pocket. And the problem is, is when those two go on the outside, he's going to be running up the middle and he's not scared to take a hit. So that's why I like the Eagles in this game because – uh, we suck against the Cowboys historically, but anyway, uh, Miles yeah. Sanders might want to sit him. I mean, what, what do you think? Hmm. Well, I think that you, you're probably in a spot right now where you can't afford to sit him because he's Fair. probably one of the better running backs you have. But at the same time, like after last week, you kind of, it kind of, that was like worst case scenario for Miles Sanders is Jalen Hurts stealing the touchdowns. Um, but I, I think you, I think you have to, because you probably don't have a better option. I, I just, there's no way, like, I bet you have like, you know, if you have Miles Sanders, you probably did not go heavy running back at the beginning. So you're probably sitting with like McKissick and I don't know, a couple other guys that like, aren't going to get you a ton of points, but like maybe you picked up the uh, running back from, uh, the Colts that filled like, you know, maybe yeah. I don't think, I don't think your roster is sitting pretty with running back. So Sanders is probably, a guy that you're going to have to start. The good news is they'll utilize Sanders. It's just how efficient he'll be after, after shutting down the Rams last week, I can see why the Dallas Cowboys are ranked high against the run, but I mean, Saquon Barkley still got yards against them. Washington got yards against him. Tampa Bay got yards against him. Mixon did not. So that's I think my biggest thing is I, I would compare him closely to Mixon in that sense. Um, well, San Francisco ran all over the Rams, right? We're talking about the Cowboys. We're talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, anyway, wide receiver wise, you're starting, you're starting all the Eagles wide receivers. Uh, It's Devontae Smith. It's Goddard. I know he's a tight end. He's a wide receiver. Um, And you're starting AJ Brown. You're never sitting any of them. Please do not do that. Uh, Do not be scared of Trayvon Diggs. So nope. Nope. Should be a good game. Better chance of getting burned that Trayvon Diggs than. Yeah. I mean, and he might intercept a pass. But. I think he will. I'm wondering, I don't know how much he rotates and if he'll just be shadowing A.J. Brown, which is, I think, what they should do because I think Devontae Smith is, although he did own him last year, I think Devontae Smith is big for a, in for a big game, and that's why he's my awesome possum play of the week for this game. If you can, put yourself some Devontae Smith. Hopefully he's not too expensive. We did not look these up beforehand, so you're 
you'll, you might have to do some tweaking to this roster. And we're not doing time. the whole Thursday through Sunday thing. No, like we're not using the, the not, not the Thursday through Monday thing. Like Thursday game and Monday game, we're not putting awesome possum plays in those games. There's All right, dude, you bring that up with Joe. Anyway, who you got winning this game? I, exactly, uh, Eagles. Duh. All right, I got the Cowboys because that is the reverse jinx, and I'm not you, saying you anything are different. Ridiculous. Okay. On to the next one. We got Vikings versus the Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium down in Miami. Um, should be a nice toasty day down there, I'm, I'm sure. Um, the Dolphins side of things, mm, we are in a bad spot. So Tyreek Hill, you got to put out there, obviously. Uh, Skylar Thompson is the quarterback this week for the Dolphins. I with Waddle, he didn't look very good. It was just Tyreek Hill. So if you have a better option than Waddle, this would be a good week to use that person. You're sending Waddle until Tua's back is what I'm trying to say. Or Bridgewater. Like either one of them comes back. No, Bridgewater didn't look good against with Waddle in Cincinnati. He only looked Tyreek Hill's way. Well, okay, fair enough. I just think with a full week of practice, I'm sure that it would look a little bit better than he coming in in the middle of the game. Fair but at, at this at the same rate, I think you're only starting them. So Raheem Mostert actually had a did not practice today. That is something to monitor. If you have Chase Edmonds and you got zero points last week from Chase Edmonds, I know because I yeah, he was on a couple of my rosters. I know you got Oof, burned by him. Made him? No, 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 I didn't play him. I'm just saying he was on the he was on my bench. Oh, okay. And gotcha. I saw him get zero. And I know some of you out there started him thinking that was a good spot. It wasn't. This might be the spot for Chase Edmonds, though. Like this might be it because Mostert, if he's hurt. That's a big spot for Chase Edmonds. Mostert ran for 100 yards last week against the Jets, and he might not be might not be playing this week. So Edmonds might be a sneaky play. Yeah, no, I do like. I actually really like Chase Edmonds, and I would love for it to see him in a full workload um, in general. But yeah, no, I'm uh, you're you're less than excited about all Miami players with Thompson out there. Um, Tyree Kill, you're obviously rolling out because you don't have a choice because it's Tyree Kill, and if he puts 50 on your bench, you're just gonna hate your life. Um, as for the Vikings, same with Jefferson. You're never sitting him. Uh, I hope everyone, anyone who traded Jefferson after the first couple games, I, or after like week three, I'm just laughing at you right now because he's just a monster. And don't ever think like that ever again. Um, <laughs> I will say Dalvin Cook and Madison are valuable plays. Uh, it looks like we're kind of into a full sp- split. Uh, I don't know if that's them just trying to uh, alleviate his workload. Um, Madison was actually out there enough to uh, warrant some plays. He is questionable right now, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, more of a flex play than anything, but you're definitely starting Cook, obviously, um, and you're really thinking about Madison if he plays um, against this team because I feel mm-hmm. like they could go up really easily. I Don't look at the, oh, well, Miami stopped the run. It's skewed because they were actually good at one point, and now they're not, and they're going to be down. So I'm just saying. Uh, and um, then Thielen, Irv Smith. I mean, Irv Smith, if you're desperate at tight end. Yeah, so I think that tight ends have been playing pretty well against Miami. Um, so if you're desperate and need, some, need a, a spot there, I think Irv Smith is a good spot or good play for you. I'm putting Irv Smith in in a couple of leagues where I have you know some desperate situations. But, yeah. I, I mean, he's definitely I, looked at Thielen, I mean, no, though. Okay. Um, we'll get there in a second, but uh, Irv in the, on the on the off chance he has actually been targeted about an average of five times per game. So keep an eye out on him in general if he's somehow on waiver wire, which he shouldn't be. Actually, thirty five percent own percentage, roster percentage. Uh, you're gonna pick up Irv Smith right now. Just go do that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no Thielen. Uh, 
I want it. I want it to happen so badly. It's so sad. Like, I'd just be over the hill. Yeah, I agree. So, um, anyone else have note that we need to talk about in this game? Um, I don't think so. Vikings roll. And this is this this could be a. I know the Vikings defense is awful. This might be a sneaky play for your DFS defense if you're wanting, you know, because we always had that weird defense that's, you know, not somebody who you wouldn't think would be good but ends up being really good. I think this is it. Skylar Thompson versus a veteran defense, I don't think is a good experiment. That's fair. Um, also, with you on Vikings there, uh, just there's no doubt in my mind. So, no. um, getting into our next game, we do have ourselves a Good team versus technically a good team. Ravens Giants uh, at MetLife at twelve o'clock. Um, I uh, who are you starting on the Giants? Who if you had to choose someone, like who would you who would Barkley. you play? Okay, and then who? <laughs> um, Bellinger, if you need a tight end because you don't have Hawkinson or uh, Waller. You're supposed to say that's it, but I do agree. With well, you it is Bellinger. it, but like that's the like you know if I needed one more name. You know, gun to my head, I, that would be him. Yeah, no, it's it's Saquon Barkley, and that's it. Uh, Bellinger has actually had some pretty good games, uh, and you can think about playing him if you'd like, uh, especially in a tight tight end bye week situation. You should be able to find him. He should be out there somewhere. Um, and now on to the good team. Uh, <laughs> you're if Bateman plays, you're starting him. I don't care in what limited fashion. You don't have the. You probably don't have the opportunity to sit him. And in this game, you're definitely not passing that option up. Um, and then Duvernay, I think he's earned his, I've, I think he's even with Bateman in, I think he's earned himself yeah. a role on the team. He's outplayed Bateman. I mean, even in the games that they play together, like Bateman's had a couple of good games, but Duvernay's also had some really good games with same clip. So yeah, I think he's earned his spot on your starting roster. Um, and I'm not going to lie. If you have to make a call between the two of them, Bateman's got the name. Duvernay might have the juice though. I think Lamar likes Duvernay more. Uh, I would definitely say this is a uh, okay possum play for DFS. Um, okay. I'm not going to say awesome because I, I can't put that there. Um, but he, he's not getting the targets, really. I mean, even last game, he only had seven targets, and that was his most this year. Um, but he is making plays with the balls that he's getting. So, mm-hmm. uh, And he's returning kicks if you get points for that in your leagues and stuff. But he's actually only rostered in like 27% of leagues. So go Take an I go pick up Duvernay. I, I picked him up in a couple leagues, and I'm just sitting here like, why is he still available? So yeah, it's weird. I'm just holding him so nobody else can have him. Exactly. I don't. I don't. In case he goes off, I, don't, I was gonna say even if you don't want to play him, just put him on your bench. Don't let anyone else have him. Exactly. Um, how do we feel about the running backs in this game? Other than um, Saquon, I think that you play J.K. Dobbins because. When you drafted him, you were hoping for the best. You were hoping that he would come back when he got back and would be good to go. Hasn't always looked that way, and they have been using other running backs in his place. Mike Davis has been in there quite a bit. But I just think you have to play him if you have him. Like, I just, again, the problem I'm having this year is, like, there's so many, like, meh running backs that, like, you probably have to. I really hope you don't have to because I'm actually out on J.K. Dobbins in general. Uh, I mean, me too, but like even I'm just, even in this you know. game where you're like, oh, they'll probably be winning. The Giants have actually played pretty decently, and Baltimore's defense has been a little sus in general. So uh, be a little 
be a little weary of of Dobbins. Um, don't think that the, I, I actually called this last week. This was a slight victory lap that uh, that was a fluke. And if it weren't for the touchdowns, he was nothing. So a 10 point game and not good average yards per carry was is not it. So um, and Lamar Jackson runs in the touchdowns or Mark Andrews catches them. So obviously you're well, starting Mark Andrews. Just like think about this. Like, let's just go the teams that we've talked about so far. So the Bears, you trust Montgomery, no one else. Commanders, you don't trust. Bills, you don't trust. Chiefs, you don't really trust. Uh, Cowboys, you don't trust either of them to be, you know, your number one every week. I'd rather start your Pollard than J.K. Dobbins right now. The Eagles, you trust Sanders, not really anybody else. Vikings, you trust Cook. And then the Dolphins, you don't trust either Mostert or Edmonds week to week. Like, you just don't. And unless you have one of those top guys, you're just not going to feel good about it. And that's where you're stuck with JK Dobbins or so, something like that. Like it's just week mm. to week. It's just going to be unfortunate. Don't listen to Billy guys. That's I, all I got. You're stuck. If you don't have cook, if you, if you have to for Barkley, sure, like, you know, there's only so many number ones to go around. So you're probably stuck with one of these guys. And so you have to play it. All right. Well, anyway, onto the onto the obvious starts. You're starting Lamar. You're starting Mark Andrews, um, yep. and that's that's pretty much the the for sure's. Mark Andrews, uh, Lamar, and Saquon are all never not in your lineup. So put them in, put them that's in true. the game, and then Baltimore wins this game and get, brings uh, the Giants down to earth. Nope, Giants win. Fireball bet. Sure, I'll do it. <sighs> Silly. They're not. Saquon Barkley is a good player. Who is there? The thing is, is Baltimore, if they didn't have um, Justin Tucker, the best kicker, probably, well, best kicker of all time, let's be honest. All right, cool. I'll allow allow that. They would not be what they are. I just don't believe in them. Um, All right, on to the Buccaneers versus the Steelers. So at Heinz Field. I feel bad for you Steelers fans out there. You're going to have to watch this team put their best foot forward each week. Um, As long as Pickett's in there, you're going to have plenty of garbage time. So for that reason, I think that the wide receivers aren't, other than Chase Claypool, um, aren't aren't bad plays. I mean, Pickens is clearly his favorite target, and that was pretty obvious this last week. He really liked him. And Pickens is just a freak, man. The catches that kid can make is just – it's amazing to watch. I, I always enjoyed watching each one of those highlight real plays. Um, Deontay Johnson, not an obvious starter every week now, like we he once was, but it's also because of the quarterback situation. Um, I think that you're still good to go and put him out there, but you're not feeling super great about it. Um, um, actually, I disagree. Uh, Pickens targeted him 13 times last week. You are actually excited about Deontay Johnson, not against this defense, but I mean, you're excited about Deontay Johnson in the future. Um, uh, sure. He has not been very great this season though. Like I, I just, it's been, well, sure. He only caught five of them, but if he plays, you're playing him. I mean, I feel like you can't sit down to Johnson. Yeah, but you just don't trust him. And that's what um, I, you know, I sat him in the league this past week. Cause I didn't trust Pickett. Um, but anyway, Najee Harris, I think you got to sit him this week. Uh, I think you're sitting, I think you're sitting him until next week and hopefully he comes back. I mean, he had 10 points up until he played Buffalo and I think Tampa knows and is going to sniff this out. And the fact that he's not getting enough targets, just they need to do the Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley thing. Give him dump offs, give him the ball. He's your best player on your team. You did it last year with big Ben while he was a shadow of himself out there. 
Uh, it, it aggravates me as a, a Najee Harris manager, but uh, you, you're sitting him this week. Very frustrating. Um, and then Pat Fryermuth, he's good to go. Tight ends has been a pirate if he's fire this year. If well, he's yeah, healthy. if he's healthy, if he's healthy. Uh, but the t- tight ends spot has been a tire fire this year. So you probably are just going to have, you know, you probably have to. Like again, I know I keep saying that about these games, but like Fryermuth is probably your best option. Nobody on waivers, and probably your number one or number other ones probably not good enough. By the way, Josh, do you want to take a fireball bet right now? Uh, I don't up? have any. I don't have any near me, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, the oh, get out of here! Are you really going <laughs> to victory lap this right now? The the team played freaking terrible under Pickens. So Josh decided that he was going to make the foolish bet. Looking back, that Kenny Pickett was going to be able unable to get to two hundred and fifty total yards um, against either the Buccaneers or the Bills last week, and by hell or high water. He did he it got, in trash time. He and got he, the two seventy four against the Bills. So and he Josh looked was, so he looked so good doing it. Gosh, man! Oh, like if only my team can lose thirty to three, I'd be really excited. Oh, it was horrible. I, I don't feel good for the kid, but he did get the stats. All right, so, I'll, I'll pay up next week. I don't have one next to me, and I, I don't feel like running downstairs. So um, dub's a dub, my friend. Go fuck yourself. Uh, anyway, Tampa <laughs> Bay. Let's get into that. Uh, the Steelers are the absolute worst against wide receivers, so you're firing up Mike Evans, and Godwin is due for a big game, so keep an eye out on him. Uh, and you know they're not they're not they're worse against the wide receivers mainly because of Gabriel Davis last week. But at the same time, they're, they've still been bad against it in the past. Um, they put up eighty fantasy points against them, uh, just phenomenal. Uh, Russell Gage and Julio were both questionable to start the week. Obviously, it's Wednesday when we're recording this, so that means nothing right now. Uh, but I wouldn't even be against putting one of them in. Uh, although the only problem is, is if they go up too quickly, you don't want to have that. But Godwin and Evans are your rider dies here. Um, Fournette had a resurgence last week after a very lackluster performance against the Chiefs. Uh, all in the passing game, if I might add, he had 14 carries for 56 rushing yards, obviously the touchdown, and then 10 receiving yards, 83 rush or 83 receiving, and a touchdown as well to add. It was against Atlanta. Don't get excited. You're still playing him against in this game, but you know what this is? This is getting closer and closer to Rashad White season. Is what it is. Yep. Um, and closer. He has not had a full workload, but if Fournette ever gets injured, you need to go pick up yourself some Rashad White right now, only rostered in under 25% of leagues. So you need to go get him in every league and hold on to him and not drop him in two weeks. Because as we've seen with all these running back injuries, it happens. And anyone who dropped Kenneth Walker, I feel really bad for you because you're going to have a nice starting running back for the rest of the year. Um, so but yeah, wide receiver wise, and then tight ends. Are there even tight ends on either of these teams? Um, so <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Freermuth, Freermuth, my apologies. Yeah, I was about to say Freermuth is is good. Um, I'm getting slightly interested in Cade Otten. Um, I he's still not startable. I'm not gonna make that kind of call, but he is seeing the workload tick up a bit, and I, I think that Brady might be finally finding the tight end on that roster that he might like. Um, we're still a mile to go before I'm starting him on the team, but he had a good week last week. He did. And I actually really like K Dotton, but the problem is Cameron Brait is in the way. And he was, I think he got injured in the last game and that's why K Dotton. Well, and and Rudolph's there too. 
Yeah, Root. I'm not worried about Rudolph. I never. Well, I'm not either, but he's getting snaps. That's the problem. He's getting snaps, but he's not getting catches or targets, even for that matter. So, uh, no, keep an eye out on Kate Otten, uh, especially if you're in in desperation with tight end. Like, let's say you have Kyle Pitts and you're just like, well, what do I do now? (laughs) So, keep an eye out. But yeah, uh, not quite startable just yet. So, uh, who do you got winning this game? Bucks roll. Yeah, same. Same. Uh, All right, let's get into the next. No, I'm going to do it. Bengals versus the Saints at Mercedes-Benz Superdome, New Orleans. Um, We're we're getting excited. Taysom Hill scored four touchdowns last week. Uh, Actually outscored Travis Kelsey uh, as a tight end slash quarterback slash running back. Uh, We're not really sure what he is. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now, and I will will double down on this. Do not put him in your lineups this week. He's not going to hit. It will not hit. And it has nothing to do with anything against him. Has nothing to do with anything against the team they're playing. They're just not gonna. He's not gonna hit. There's no freaking way. And you, statistically, anyone who put him in last week, just take the dub. I and like unless this is your like you picked him up because you're you got Hawkinson or you got a tight end by. Sure, take the chance. They're not gonna do it. There's no way. I just there's no freaking way. And I'll I'll eat my words on this one if I need to. All right. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because he is tied in three now. Overall. Yeah. He scored four touchdowns in a game. He's I know. I'm just saying, player. I'm just saying that's how desperate the tight end position has gotten that he had one game. And he's already tied in three. That's he how had bad three tight end... games in one game is what he mm-hmm. had. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like you might feel good about putting him in there because your Irv Smith hasn't really been hey, hitting this year. I'll take you a, a double or nothing on the Pickens fireball bet. Right what, here. What? 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 That he's, Taysom Hills. That Taysom Hill scores 12 points. Okay. I'll take 12. I'll take 12. We'll Let's fucking go. I don't I don't want to take that Pickens one. It's bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do a times two for Taysom Hill. The saddest bet of all time. Ugh. All right. Anyway, getting into the actual players. If Olavi is healthy from his concussion, you are absolutely playing him every single week. He is ride or die. You are not putting him out of the lineup. Landry, unfortunately, disappeared at this point. Uh, but Michael Thomas should be back. I think he did practice today or maybe did not practice. It's Wednesday. Nobody cares. Um, and you, uh, I mean, getting into a different position, you're getting excited about Kamara. Even with Taysom Hill's ridiculous game, Kamara had a phenomenal one. So you're, I hope you didn't sit him because that would have hurt so badly to see him actually do that. But uh, rushing-wise, 100, 100 yards on 23 carries and then six catches for 91. And those Taysom Hill snaps are going back to Kamara, in my own opinion. So keep an eye out on that. Um, Billy, you want to tag the other team? Because they're pretty much – you're not starting Andy Dalton. Um I mean, Jamie Swinson might be back, but we're not really sure with his back injury. And I don't know if you start him on his first week back anyway. Yeah. The only part I will add into that, though, is this is the Andy Dalton revenge game. <laughs> He's going oh, back against the, against the Bengals. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know. So we'll see. But um, getting into the Bengals, um, I'm starting to get frustrated with Jamar Chase a little bit. Um, he does not appear to be the first round wide receiver that a lot of people took him as, including myself. Early first round, you should say. He really seems like a boom or bust player at best. And it's really unfortunate um, 
that it's become that, but that's just where we're at. So if you're getting frustrated with Jamar Chase, just know that I don't think I don't think it's going to get better before you know it gets a little bit worse for that. But you would you would think that T Higgins being out would have like upticked his, but you know what it did? It did not do that. Nope. Um, so. Mm-hmm. I, I was off of Jamar Chase um, coming into the season. I knew that he would have a regression. Obviously, no one's going to do that except for Justin Jefferson uh, continue well, from his rookie season. He literally caught 80 catches last year. That was the problem. He caught 80 catches. They were just big plays, and that's why his his numbers look so great. I think they will. Fi- I do think they do figure it out in the long run. I don't think you really trade Jamar Chase because, number one, you're not getting the return on investment right now, but also – he's going to turn it around. And the problem is you have to start him. Yep. You do have to start him. Um, as far as other players on this team, Joe Mixon's for sure in there. Joe Burrow for sure in there as, a, as your quarterback. I think you don't have uh, Hayden Hurst has been pretty serviceable this season um, as the tight end for them. Um, but then after that, like, I don't trust Tyler Boyd. He he is good, but like they don't always use him. Sometimes they use like Mike Thomas and just all these other names that it's just like, why is this not going to Jamar Chase? Like that that's just the frustration that you have with this team. I agree. There's a lot of deep routes to Mike Thomas that is just wild to me. But honestly, it's, it's insane to watch. If anyone played T. Higgins last week after his, you know, 30 point performance and got that zero, I feel you. Just want to let mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, he's the he's the favorite target there. He's the slot guy. Tyler Boyd is not startable just yet. I think you're thinking nope. about it because if Higgins is out, but I don't think you do it because even with him out, it wasn't him. So. This seems like a classic DFS trap, by the way, of like, well, Higgins is out, so put Boyd in that spot because he's gonna have a big game. It seems like a, a classic trap. Yeah, I do I do actually like the Hayden Hurst for one pickup, um, but also not to mention start. Um, not my DFS play. I mean, I, I think he's a, he makes for a sneaky DFS play, um, especially the last two weeks. He's gotten a touchdown, but he is touchdown dependent still. I mean, he did get seven targets last week, but he kind of took over that T. Higgins role. So mm-hmm. um, if T. Higgins plays, you're absolutely not playing Hayden Hurst, but you definitely want to keep an eye on him in the future. And if you're desperate at tight end, I do like the play. I get it. Okay. For this game, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm taking the Saints. Uh, I got the Bengals. I think they turned it around. I don't. I don't. I don't think the Saints' defense has enough for them. I just. I just don't trust the Bengals. It's just. It's hard watching this team because. And here's the thing, Josh, with the Bengals, Joe Burrow doesn't look confident. He doesn't. It, there's something that he had last year that he does not have this year. He was like Joe Swag Burrow last season, and everybody was like falling in love with how much drip he has and stuff. And this season, he's just timid. Joe Burrow just fixing his glasses like it's just not the same guy out there and it's it's weird to watch but it's like what is going on with him it's it's you know he's he's just missing the deep ball to jamar chase that's literally it he's getting two touchdowns he's not even trying it like most of jamar chase's routes like they put out a, a route tree on twitter and most of the routes are out routes about five yards to eight yards down the field that's not jamar chase that's not the jamar chase so the thing is everyone Everyone drafted Joe Burrow because of what he did last year. They didn't draft Joe Burrow because of his talent level. He's actually a very fine quarterback, and I have no problem with him right now. He's playing uh, – they could win more games. They could run a couple more routes to uh, chase, but I think what they need to really do is just focus on Joe Burrow being himself. They need to focus on the run game and fix that. 
because Mixon has been less than exciting lately. Uh, and that was well, the thing. Everything was working, firing on all cylinders last year, and right now they're just not, and it, it's well, fine. I hope the Monstars give him his football talent back. Um, all right, calm down. Joe Burrow's fine. There ain't no problem. Bengals win, done. Uh, this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Next game, 49ers Falcons. One good team, one bad team. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I, don't, I don't have anything for that because are you Fair starting enough. anyone on the Falcons? Anyone? Anyone? Pick okay. Up. So with Falcons, I am not starting a running back. I am not starting Marcus Mariota. Um, I will listen to Drake London. I think that he has had a solid season so far. I think Chris Olave might have passed him for rookie of the year, but it's not out of reach. He could still very much come back into that if he has a couple of big games. Um, and then. I mean, you got to put Kyle Pitts out there. It, it's you're stuck with him at this point, guys. Like I know that you are getting frustrated because he's not the set third round talent that you drafted, but you got to let Arthur Smith like ruin your season because that's just what is happening there. And you got to play him. Yeah. Unfortunately you do have to start Pitts because if he ever goes off and actually has a good game, which he hasn't, and you're going to feel so stupid if that, not you, but like the person that benches him for that game would feel so good. I got rid of one of my Kyle Pitts shares and I'm very excited about it, but um, yeah, I uh, not super excited about Pitts and I am actually sitting London in this game. There's no one else out there other than Zacchaeus uh, and Daryl Hodge running routes. They're going to San Francisco is going to focus on Drake London. And I am personally sitting Drake London this week and I am just out on him for the time being. I mean, like I said, I'll listen to it because I think that he, his talent is just better. Like same with Pitts. I would be excited to start well, Pitts if he okay, was doing anything. London's better than Pitts though. We can agree with that. Oh, right I, I thought Drake Coppins is the best player in the league. Blah, blah, blah. Well, Drake London's a wide receiver. So all right, whatever. I, I hate them both. I don't want to play them against San Francisco. <laughs> I am sure there's points to be had here. I just There is points to be had here. Like I, I don't know if we should be just giving it away. I'm giving it away. I'm telling you, Drake London will have a bad game. Uh, 
I mean, I'm not not playing a single Falcon unless you're stuck with Kyle Pitts still. By the way, before we move off of the Falcons, they have covered the spread every week this season. It is a shocker in the betting world to Fun watch stat. the Falcons work. They it's the only team that's done it. They're five and zero. They figure out a way, whether hell or high water, to get back to whatever their line is, and they cover it. I, it's bonkers to watch. I love it. Now let's get into the exciting team. That is actually really a cool note, though. I do appreciate you asking me or adding that into there um you're excited about san francisco just all around jeff wilson is a, a running back but you know what sucks about jeff wilson tevin coleman and now Tyrion davis price is healthy um so i think you are a little worried about jeff wilson but you're obviously still rolling him out there i don't think you're getting 30 point games from him uh, very often if ever again uh, but this is the game to roll him out there you are not putting tevin coleman in yet i i, I get it I get it. He looked good-ish. He got a touchdown. He had some passing or two touchdowns and a passing and was used in the passing game. Uh, Tyrion Davis-Price is now in there as well. You got three running backs. Elijah Mitchell coming back eventually? Question mark? Um, yeah, MCL sprain, so probably not for a while. But uh, Debo Samuel is the only wide receiver you're rolling out. Ayuk is just not it yet. I'm sorry. I, I love it. I love Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but I am not on the Ayuk train yet. I well, just... I mean, last year we found this out that he just didn't, that they don't work together. If Trey Lance was there, Ayuk would be a good play, but without him, he's just not. He had a resurgence at the end of the year with Garoppolo, so I don't want to hear it. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, it's, it's just not there yet. Uh, this might be a game where he gets a good play, but I'm just not risking it because that no. six points hurts a lot, especially when you're playing against a guy. Uh, Gabe Davis, 50 fucking points. Um, but yeah, no, Debo, you're excited about. And then, of course, Kittle. Uh, I think he's the most controversial topic here. You're rolling him out. You can't sit him. Uh, he's he getting might be on the back better. of a milk carton on the missing situation. He's, but... he's getting better and better each week. I think that injury is taking a little longer to heal. I think that they're just utilizing Jeff Wilson a little bit more in that uh, short passing game. Um, I'm thinking Kittle has a breakout game here. Um, not quite my awesome possum tight end of the week, but I got a better one. Um, so coming. Okay. Well, I personally like, uh, you know, again, this is a, a further back to what I'm saying. Tight end has been such a hellscape this year that like you have to, because you drafted him to be that guy, but do I trust it? Nope. Sure. Don't. I'm just saying, don't, don't stress. Don't fret about Kittle, just I, I promise everything will right the ship. I think he'll have a pretty decent game this week. Um, I think he'll be utilized a little bit more. So uh, San Francisco winning this no brainer for sure. By the way, after like I think that this if I had to predict what next season's like big topic in the fantasy football community, it's going to be eliminating the tight position and making oh. it a flex spot. I oh. guarantee it. It's not, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think the discussion will be rampant. All right, dude, just to get into this, Matthew Barry inter interviewed the vice president's husband or whatever because he was in a football league for 30 years. I guess that was somehow newsworthy. Um, and they were talking about he was trying to preach the no kicker squad or whatever. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Kicker's part of the game, IDP's part of the game. Like, stop. I, I'm not even getting into my team defense rant because it's so dumb, but I'm going to talk about kickers for a second. Kickers are part of the game and it's fun. There's nothing against, well, I don't know why everyone hates kickers and they're all oh, no kicker league. We don't need kickers in this. I'd, league. Get, a, blah, blah, I'd blah. get away with kickers. It's 
You're one of those people. You're one of those people. I am because a kicker scoring 25 points is ridiculous. Daniel Carlson was not the, what would probably the number six kicker off the board. If you drafted him, you got a freaking bona fide stud. No, you have one kicker one week uh, where they won't kick a single field goal the entire game. Young Way could. Young Way could at a negative one. Some games where it's, you know, 25, 20 points. It's, it's a, it's a dumb, dumb spot. Right, right. You're, that's not. You're, it's you're not wrong. what the tight ends thing is. The tight ends thing is you can still play them in the spot. It's just not required. I don't it's like a it. flex spot. I like the versatility of it, and that's why I like IDP because there's two good tight ends this season. If there was a good scoring system, I would like the fact of putting offensive linemen in there too because they're part of the game. But there's just not a good scoring system. For can you imagine blocks. a position on the field that there's only two good players in out of 32 teams? Zach Ertz like, has been doing just fine. Yeah, and yet he's now outscored by Taysom Hill after one game. Yeah, it was one game. And, and Taysom Hill For is a gadget season. player. He's not a tight end. He's a quarterback. For who the has been season, utilized. All right, into the, the next game. Spot. I'm about it's, done. I'm about to sign my letter of resignation if we keep talking about this. I'm actually going <laughs> to sign my letter ridiculous. of resignation talking about this game, the Jaguars versus the Colts. I'm not excited about this game, although it is divisional. Oh. Especially because Jonathan Taylor is not going to play, it's looking like. I mean, barring a miracle. Um, uh, he play- just didn't practice Wednesday. They're saying he's going to play. But we got to keep an eye on that. I don't know. I have seen nothing, but he's probably not playing this week either. And if he doesn't play, I don't know who you're starting on the Colts. I um, you're not. Pittman has like, Pittman's not. Yeah, Pittman's not been the guy. Matt Ryan's not the guy. Uh, the tight ends have been there's one like who who like who to start? You have no clue. You all made a stupid ass Indianapolis Colts bet last week, and it was horrible. Just a that horrible, a terrible. Bet. We're not even terrible gonna. Bet. We're not even right. gonna pay up on that bet. It was a loser for everyone. Time, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question. It's Alec <laughs> Pierce. Alec Pierce. Oh is yes, gonna play. yes. There you um, go. I forgot about Alec Pierce. Six and nine targets the last two weeks, and 80 yards in both games, and he is uh, he is what they were missing. And I mean, obviously now they're missing Jonathan Taylor. I personally don't know where you're getting all these news sagas of Jonathan Taylor not playing or whatever. Uh, obviously, you're playing him if he plays. Um, but yeah, other than that, Naheem Hines had that concussion and it looked bad. I don't think he's going to play. And Deion Jackson is not the guy. I think Jonathan Taylor plays this week. I think you're fine. You're rolling him out there. Alec Pierce. And if Jonathan Taylor plays, I think you can potentially roll out um, Michael Pittman. Um, I don't think you play him without, I understand why you would and why you're thinking you should, but you shouldn't without him. Uh, but at the same time, it's Michael Pittman and you don't probably don't have any other choice. So, um, you want to get into actually, Jacksonville since you hate Indy for some reason? I just, I just, it's Matt Ryan. It's not really much of Indy, but I mean, if Taylor plays this week, obviously you got to put him in there because this <clears throat> best player on this team, um, Jacksonville though, uh, they had a very off week last week. I think we've seen what the problem is with Trevor Lawrence. He has, maybe it's the game call, like the game plan. I don't know. But when he gets down at the goal line, he just like forgets how to play the sport. Like it's so weird. Like, I don't know why they weren't handing the ball off in those situations, why he's throwing the ball. I don't know, but throwing dumb picks in the end zone is not going to be uh, uh, something that's going to make your career last very long. Um, but as far as the players to play, Christian Kirk um, is a guy that you're going to put out there. James Robinson, despite him kind of tailing off these last couple weeks, I think that this could be a week that he could get going, even though Shaq Leonard's supposed to be back. 
and the rest of the team, you know, pretty decent against the run. I mean, Melvin Gordon had an okay game last week against them in Javante's absence, but I, you know, do I think that James Robinson's going to go for a hundred yards and two touchdowns? No, I think it's going to be like a 60 to 70 yards, maybe a touchdown, which is solid. It's just, you know, it's not going to break the week. And then Etienne, you're sitting, obviously. I actually am on the opposite train. Uh, I don't, I think you start Etienne or James Robinson if you need to, but I actually am on the train of Etienne taking over for James Robinson. There's still going to be a very split workload, but Etienne was way more, uh, worthwhile with his carries last week and James Robinson looked like absolute trash. Uh, but no, I mean, honestly he get 27 yards or something on like 14 carries. It was pretty bad. Um, it was, but those are quote me on that. It was a bad game. Um, Christian Kirk, you're definitely worried about right now. And you're, in my opinion, sitting, uh, your Marvin Zay Jones brothers. You're not, you're not, you're not playing either of them. Don't get cute. I understand what you're thinking. I got Marvin Jones on my bench and he had 16 points last week. Yeah, it's not happening again. Uh, nope. It's probably Christian Kirk, but I'm still not excited about that. You're just a little worried at this point. But um, well, I personally think you're. Weird. I think you're starting James Robinson and Etienne in both and in, in any league you're in because of where you're at with the running back game as well. But uh, hoping that you have the right one, basically, because I don't know which one it will be. It might be James Robinson. He might bounce right back. But Etienne has been being way more productive with his carries lately, and I'm I'm thinking it's starting to lean to the Etienne game. It'd be nice, but I don't know. I don't trust either of them. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, too. By the way, yeah, I don't. I don't even want to pick a winner. <laughs> I think it's going to be. I think Jacksonville writes the ship after that embarrassing loss at Houston. I abstain my vote. Wow, dangerous. Yep. Sure. Okay, do. let's move on to what's going to be another electric primetime game for the effing Broncos. It's the Broncos versus the Chargers. Uh, Monday night football at SoFi. There's going to be a thousand Broncos fans there and none, no Chargers fans. Um, have you seen the stands of a Chargers game when they're playing at the Chargers? It's, it's whatever the embarrassing. It's whatever the other fan base is. And then there's like a little bitty baby blue contingent of Chargers fans that are just hanging out. Probably not. They probably don't even know what they're there for. Well, that's um, why the Rams bought their way to a, a championship last week, last year, so they could have themselves a, a, a fan base, which is stupid. Exactly. Anyway, um, I'll start with the Broncos because that is the most fun team on this list. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Other than Melvin Gordon, I can't really say you're starting anybody with super confidence. Cortland Sutton is still seems like his favorite receiver out there. Um, what that means, because Russell Wilson can't complete a pass, I don't know. And this secondary is still really good. And although they haven't been as locked down as we imagined they would be, the Chargers, um, I still think that like in games like this, they can pull something out. Russell Wilson's not in t- like been a very great quarterback this year, or accurate for that matter. So this could be a very good game for you know Derwin James to get some points, JC Jacket Jackson to get some points on the Chargers defense. Um, but as far as the Bron- Broncos offense goes, I think you're sticking with um just the running back i don't think you're starting anybody else yeah i actually i actually disagree with the chargers uh justin herbert this is my awesome possum play of the week uh mr justin herbert writes the you disagree i didn't say anything bad about the chargers you were talking shit on herbert he's been gonna okay or whatever um i said russell wilson uh, you said Herbert as well. You were a little worried. He's been mediocre out there, whatever. Uh, maybe maybe not talking shit, but oh yeah, I said the Chargers have been meh in the last podcast. I think Keenan Allen comes back, and I think Justin Herbert uh, is 
actually pretty decent this week. And I think he catches some dump off. So I actually have Herbert and Eckler as my awesome possum plays of the week because Herbert, I understand that, um, or Eckler, I should say, I understand that the Broncos defense is uh, pretty decent against the run, but Eckler's not really a running, a primary running back. And they've been running the offense through him. A little worried about that with Keenan Allen coming back. But I got Herbert and Eckler added on there. If you if you want to add him, I'm just saying. I mean, we have a pretty cheap lineup at the moment, so. Okay. Well, I mean, we're getting we're getting to a couple of plays. I'm thinking I'm gonna tee off on, but yeah, um, yeah, that, that's all I really have for this game. Like Mike Williams, obviously, yeah, starting him, but um, yeah, I think the Chargers win. Broncos are bad football team. Yeah, Mike Williams. If Allen is out or. Out, yes. Uh, I would actually be a little worried about playing Mike Will. I mean, I guess if in redraft you're playing Mike Williams in general, but yeah. do not put him in DFS lineups if you uh, no. if Keenan Allen is playing. No, no, you no. don't know what where that swap's going to come. But yeah, definitely not. Uh, yeah, no. Broncos wise, I, I I do I love Judy and I love Sutton. Uh, it's definitely been Sutton so far, and I think Judy will hit his games. And I I think you're starting him. You're just mm-hmm. not. You're hoping for the best, basically. Greg Dolchich actually is coming back. They activated him off of IR, the tight end for the Broncos. So that might be somebody to watch. But obviously, that's just a spec ad in Dynasty, not really a redraft situation. But that, you know, I'm just trying to squeeze all the juice out of this game. Thank God that the NFL is – we're not going to have any more Broncos primetime games this year because it's been not great to watch. I have hated it. <laughs> yeah, we're done with that. For sure. Uh, Chargers win. They're back. Yeah. Chargers win. Um, next game. Let's get yep. into it. Jets Packers. Uh, let's see if New York can upset the Packers one more time in Lambo. Different team, of course, but here we are. Uh, this actually should be a good game. We probably should have moved this up the list a bit. Uh, the Jets have actually been playing pretty well, and the Packers have been, you know, subpar to say the least. So right. Um I don't, I don't even know where you want to start with this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, if he plays, you're playing him. You have to. Um, Aaron Jones, you're playing him. Um, A.J. Dillon, you're sitting him. I, I think everyone wanted this split to happen between the two of them, and it has not happened so far. A.J. Dillon has been a major disappointment for anyone who drafted him, especially as high as he was going. I think the he was one thing of the- is, I think it would work if they did it. Like, they just don't stick with it. And they, uh, I, just, I agree. They could work, but they just don't stick with it. No, I, I mean, I completely agree. It should it should work. It hasn't, though. Um, and they like I think they tried it week one uh, a little bit. But honestly, after that, it just kind of tail ended off. So um, definitely just just don't play AJ Dillon at this point. Um, <laughs> no, don't know. Wide receiver wise, uh, Lazard is actually caught a touchdown in the last three games, I think, maybe four yep. games um, and dubs for some reason keeps getting all the love, which makes no sense to me. Everyone loves dubs and I, I like him. I just, every time that I was watching the London game and all I kept hearing Romeo dubs, there he is. He catches a ball. And I was like, bro, that's like his first catch of the game. He had like three catches for 29 yards. He caught, yes. He also caught two touchdowns the last two games prior to the London game, but like never really did anything with it. Lazard hit, I think a hundred yards once at least. Like I, I feel like Lazard is the favorite. And for some reason, everyone thinks it's dubs yeah well yeah it's true it's been i don't know we, we need more this this season needs to play out a little bit more before we get the clarification of who he likes it's clearly lazard right now um but as the season goes on maybe that changes but yeah it's it's been weird so far 
is absolutely not Christian Watson. Uh, just no, God, up. no. But I actually say play Lazard, sit dubs. Um, yep. Especially in this game, I think this should be pretty good. The Jets have not really stopped anyone other than, you know, games that they were playing third-string quarterbacks. So, uh, and then onto the Jets. Uh, you want to take this one? I don't want to talk about yeah, them. I'll take this one. So, you're not playing Zach Wilson. We'll, we'll leave him on the bench this week. Tight ends as well. Um, don't trust any of them thus far. Um, Breeze Hall, you are feeling great about putting him out there, I think. Um, he's had he's he's really been coming on this season. I think they're using him exactly how he needs to be used. Um, I think the comps to Le'Veon Bell are, you know, turning out to be a pretty good call. Um, Michael Carter was a flash in the pan. Don't don't take anything away from that game. I don't know why they were doing that to poor Breeze Hall in that game. Where he would, the man. Mike told oh, man twice, bro. They took him, he took him all the way down, and then uh they just had Michael Carter plunge it in. Um, but don't play Michael Carter. That was a like I said, flash in the pan. Brees Hall is your guy. Um, as far as the wide receivers go, I, None. I don't None. I don't think it's I not... can put any in there and feel good about it. I love Garrett Wilson, man. But I do like, too. I don't think you can start him yet. I mean, I guess since it's Green Bay, like maybe he has a game, but I, I don't think you feel excited about this. Like you're well, not like, the thing, oh yeah, I'm playing him. The thing is, the Giants, how they beat the Packers last week was not through the air. I mean, they, they had a couple of clutch plays and sure like maybe that could have worked but it was mostly on the ground and i think this is a big breeze hall game like that's why he would be my awesome possum pick for this game a little breeze hall action all right all right mm-hmm. although it shouldn't be that way because the packers d line is pretty good linebackers yeah, but... okay but like he is he is better than them apparently also, the hundred yards on the ground, hundred yards through the air. I mean, they're using, they're utilizing, they're doing the Derrick Henry Saquon method. Put, give him the ball, no matter what, basically. So I, I do agree. And that was two catches, one hundred yards. So uh, hopefully, they're like, maybe we should do that more often. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Nice to see Elijah Moore. I'm out on right now. Garrett Wilson. If I had to start a wide receiver on the Jets, it's Garrett Wilson, and I'm not excited about it. So, yeah, somebody will pop on this team. It's just we're not sure who. Uh, Packers are Packers are back, right? Packers are back. It just would not shock me if the Jets walk away with another uh, with a win. I think the panic could start for the Pack if they lose this game. I don't think they do personally. It's I don't think they do either, but it, it's within the realm of possibility. Okay, right. let's move on to let's move on to the Patriots versus the Browns. Um, the Browns have had a weird season so far. They cannot win like and finish games to save their lives and poor Jacoby Brissett cannot finish a game he throws I don't know if this isn't a real stat this is a offensive points made up stat but like he has thrown more clutch disaster picks than any other quarterback in the league like he just kills his team every time on the last drive I don't know what it is about him they don't even need to use him like they just choose to it's so weird um, but anyway, the Browns, you're going to go with the running backs in this game. Uh, Chubb, good. Hunt, good. Patriots defense seemed to figure something out against the Lions, but I think that was just a cheap shot because they were uh, not healthy and Bill Belichick's owned the Lions over the years. Well, it turns out uh, Bill Belichick owns the Browns too. So he is going to try his hardest to win this football game. But I don't think you can stop Chubb, can't stop Hunt. Uh, wide receiver wise, Amari Cooper is kind of kind of like he is really hit or miss. I thought he was going to be consistent, but then 
He's had a Mario Cooper, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the Amari Cooper experience, honestly. Um, but I, I wouldn't start anybody except for the running backs on Cleveland. If you were to start Amari Cooper, I get it. You don't want to have twenty points on your bench. But um, exactly. I'm actually, I'm actually out on Hunt this week. I, I don't, I don't. I mean, the only thing that he's I just got think going they're going to be behind, so they might be catching. Those. They haven't been using him primarily in the past game like they have in the past, though. So that's why I'm um, a little nervous about that. Like they've actually been. I, I guess Jacoby Brissett just doesn't really like the dump well, offs here, as much. Here and is Joku why. has been just tearing it up. He's been his like dump off guy. Here is why I'm okay keeping hunt in there because it, it all harkens back to that Pittsburgh game where hunt had three straight shots at the end zone. And then Chubb comes in on fourth down and plunges in. And it's like, had hunt had any of those goal lines, like if he had had any of those go in, he would like, you know, it would have gone differently. So like, it just seems like every week there's just like one or two razor blade things that could happen where if he falls on this side, it would be good. If he doesn't, he gets, it's fair. It's hard to it's hard to sit hunt too. I get it. Yes. So I mean, I'm just saying I'm not excited about it. But nope, I'm not either. Yeah. Um, Patri- Patriots wise, um, Ramondre Meyer, Jacoby Meyer. Oh, I know. I, I obviously I'm. I'm oh, you're okay. Starting Ramondre. I was talking about like the the people you're thinking about starting. Uh, yeah. I guess I guess it's Jacoby Meyer. I'm I. I'm still not sold on him yet is my main thing. Um, I, I know, I know he, I should be at this point. Um, I just, I feel like he's due for a dud, uh, but it's Jacoby. I just, if Zappy starts again, I'm not super excited. He did target Jacoby Meyer a lot last game. So he should have, uh, you know, a good, a good game, but like seven for eight on 111. I just don't see those yards coming as easily against the Browns. I know the Browns defense isn't great, but you know, not super excited, but it's literally Jacoby Meyer, Reverend Stevenson. The tight ends yep. are non-existent. I don't care. Hunter Henry had this. Hunter Henry had that. You're not starting him. Please don't even pick him up. Put him back in free agency, like where you found him. Uh, and then other than that, Kendrick Bourne was getting yelled at on the sideline by Belichick. So you're never starting him again. Um, and then Taekwon Thornton. I don't know. Yeah. So it's Ramondre and J- Jacoby Meyer. That's it. Well, Taekwon just came back. So I think that we should at least see what he's got to offer. I would not start him though. That's what I'm saying. I'm just talking about just startable right now. I'm not even yeah. thinking about deep. It's Jacoby stuff. just because of the volume. Um, he is wide receiver eight this season, which is like sneaky. Wouldn't imagine that being the case. So especially far. only playing three of five games. Exactly. So like you know you're right. He is due for a dud, but it's just you know he's been sneaky good because of the volume. And we said before the season. If Jacoby Meyer is the guy getting all the volume again for the Patriots, the offense is going to be bad. And well. It's kind of how kind of how it's been, and I'm not gonna lie to you, Josh Bailey Zappi. I'm I'm liking the kid. I it's not just because we interviewed him down at the Senior Bowl and I loved him down there, but he is just there's something different about him than Mac Jones. I just feel like the energy is different. I just feel like he didn't have to play a real game yet, so I'd like to see more from him. I understand that you have a special hey, you, connection you with toe to toe with the Packers. Mm, it's a good game. Ah, all right. Well, and clean up duty. Yes, toe-to-toe. He threw, like, what, three passes? Oh, he threw 15. My apologies. Felt like three. Anyway, uh, I got got Cleveland coming back for this one. I I think they uh, actually... There's such a good offense other than Brissett, and I think that they actually (laughs) have... I think they have the better offense here, so I think they win. I think it's Patriots. Bill Belichick doesn't lose against two teams, Lions, Browns, and I don't think that ends this year. You, You are right about that part, but I think without Mac Jones, 
a different story. Anyway, Cardinals, Seahawks, uh, two teams that have some offensive weapons but are not the best in the world. Uh, we do have uh, some really fun fun people on both sides. Uh, let's start off with the lesser because there's only so many on one side. Uh, for Seahawks, we did lose uh, Rashad Penny for the year. Joe is happy about this because of all of his Rashad Penny stock. and or uh, Sorry, my apologies. Kenneth Walker, uh, Kenneth Walker stock. Uh, and he also says uh, Rashad Penny's a fraud and gets injured week five every year. And I think he was maybe he said week four, but uh, he's pretty spot on with this. Um, so we're all excited about uh, Kenneth Walker coming in. And hopefully you did not drop him because that would be really sad. And I feel really <laughs> bad for you right now. But um, yeah, no, he bust off a 69 yard touchdown. Nice. Uh, everybody appreciates that. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, limited workload. So we're pretty excited about him. You're obviously starting him, especially in this game um obviously Arizona hasn't been great against the run um it looks like it may be a little bit better because the Eagles just decided not to run last week so uh you're starting him um and you're starting Metcalf and Lockett because you can't sit either one of them they both had their their days um they're not very super great but you know honestly Geo Smith hasn't looked terrible nope um and so to transition under the Cardinals this right here this entire game is my awesome possum play of the week. This entire game, I think this has shootout written all over it. I think whether you go Gino or Kyler Murray, I think you're going to be fine either way. Um, I think Kyler Murray's in for a big game. I think Marquise Brown's in for a big game. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins has one more week to wait, and then he gets to come back. And then he, you know, if he was in this game, he'd be having a big game. Um, Zach Ertz is in for a big game. The running backs, we don't know who that is just yet. I don't think have they announced fully who's actually starting, um, or are they just all questionable? I know John, yeah. I know, I know James Conner was hurt. I know you know Benjamin was hurt. I'm pretty sure. Um, um, I think they got Eno Benjamin cleared. James Conner is not cleared, so I think Eno Benjamin okay. game. So, are they going to trust Eno Benjamin with a full workload? I doubt it. I think that means more passing from Kyler Murray. Um, I just think if you have any room in a DFS lineup for Marquise Brown, you got to get him in there. This is the one week, like he's still playable against the Eagles last week of all, like we thought the Eagles would just key in on him, which didn't happen as, I mean, they did, but it's just, he, no, he looked great. He was shifty. Even Darius Slay in the post game press conference was like, that little man was running everywhere. And I know Marquise and- Brown has been a surprise for all of us. I think he's, I mean, what he's wide receiver six on the year. He looks mm-hmm. phenomenal, and uh, yeah, you're taking him against Seattle. And, it, it's uh, crazy how right everyone was with like Kyler and him. Like it's it's crazy to see that that actually worked out pretty much like they thought it was going to. But as you mentioned, now that these teams play any defense, so give me like everybody in this game for my right. uh, one DFS lineup. <laughs> you did steal my awesome possum play of the week because you said everybody. It's my my tight end is Zach Ertz. Uh, he scored ten in every game in PPR so far. Uh, and he's averaging about seven or eight targets a game, and it's not going to stop in this game because there is no defense. So, yeah, I agree. Literally put anyone you can in this game, obviously, but beyond reason, like you know who are, is actually good and is going to score points. But well, Gino, um, Ken Walker, Lockett. Put I actually, actually kind of – I like Eno Benjamin as a sleeper too because he actually did have a pretty good game um, against Eagles. Obviously, Kyler was kind of doing like designed runs there, but they're not going to want to do that because – Literally, Hopkins is about to be back. They do not want him getting injured, and they don't need him in this game. So they were and trying to win the game last week. So I, I will say this: the guy that won the Millionaire Maker in DFS um, the week that the Lions and the Brown and the Seahawks played, 
all pretty much his entire lineup, except for the defense, was from one game. That was the entire mm-hmm. lineup. And this could this has a similar situation written all over it. So just hope that you have a Seahawk on your team. Hopefully you have a Cardinal on your team because this is the week. I mean, for, for Cardinals, it's Marquise Brown, Rondale Moore, uh, potentially. You know, Benjamin Zach. Yeah, he's in you for a You don't look any game. further than that. No. But yeah, no, Rondell Moore, I think, is in for a breakout. Um, Enough I think with Dorch. Really cheap. Yeah, Dorch is gone. He's definitely gone next week when Hopkins gets back. But Marquise Brown, if you can afford him, you're excited about that. Uh, and then Ertz as your tight end. I think um, Seattle, you're not excited about their tight ends. But uh, of course, DK Metcalf, Geno. I mean, it's going to be good. DK, uh, Geno's thrown for 300 yards the last three weeks. So, I mean, you're pretty excited about it. It's true. Um, okay. I got, I got cards winning. I don't know. Cardinals as well. I think the, the Cardinals... Here's the problem with the Cardinals is their coach needs to go. They got to fire Cliff Kingsbury, but they just yeah. gave him a long ass extension. So it doesn't make any sense to do that. So I don't know what, I don't know where this leads in the end. I really don't. Um, but the coach has to go. Kyler clearly is frustrated with him. By the way, last week I, I heard, like I saw you all talking about uh, Kyler and the slide thing on the board. They put first and 10. The video, like whoever runs the video board, put first and 10. So that's why he thought to spike the ball because the video board put first and 10. And then when they actually put the chains down, it was actually third and one. And he'd had no idea because he looked up at the video board, saw first and 10. And I, I, I got nothing to complain about here, man. Game. Arizona, Arizona's trying to sabotage their own team, man. That was a home I game. I know. It, Should have had it that was, shit together. Exactly. And that's why, like, it's, it's, frustrating because it makes kyler look like an idiot but like i i know what he was thinking he saw first down the like little graphic plays where it gets everybody pumped in the crowd but it wasn't a first down and he did not realize it and the kicker can't miss that kick by the way but it's not all on the kicker not his fault it was it was amandola man and the chiefs cut him for a reason but anyway getting into the last game and i have to say the least exciting game uh panthers rams uh panthers are on a uh fourth quarterback, sixth quarterback, something like that. Um, so, yeah, you're playing Christian McCaffrey, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, Done. I, I uh, Panthers don't. Side. Right. Um, yeah, Baker Mayfield's hurt. I don't think it would have mattered either way, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, you can't start anybody on that team and feel good about it. Just not yet, anyway. No. So, you're right. And then Rams-wise, it's Cup. And oh, sorry, my apologies. And uh, Higby, those are the only two people that Stafford is targeting. Uh, yeah, well, Stafford is unstartable now because the O line is not allowed. Like, it's Detroit flashbacks all over again with him, where they don't have an O line and they can't really do much with it. And Acres hasn't been dominant. Henderson not dominant. Can't start either of them. Cup is the player. Yeah, Higby is also averaging like nine targets per game, so you're definitely thinking about him as well. And then uh, Rams, along with Tampa Bay, are my awesome possum plays of the week. I understand they're expensive, but they're expensive for a reason. Rams defense, huh? Okay, I was thinking Panthers defense, to be honest. No, I I think the Rams defense will be fine here, um, and they actually are a little cheaper because of that, um, but they are still pretty pretty pricey. But they're like 4,400, you know, whatever. Like in that like mid. Well, like we don't trust seven. PJ Walker. Let's be honest. It's just. I wonder yeah. who their backup quarterback is because Baker can't play. Sam Darnold's still out. I don't know. I just don't see DJ Moore, next. the only receiver on the team, getting burning J- 
Jalen Ramsey very often. Maybe once. <laughs> no, doesn't feel doesn't feel likely. It feels more like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, McCaffrey's going to get his. So you you know that's coming in. PJ Walker's just going to have a bad day. I I think this is where the Rams get right back on track, and I got the Rams winning this game easily. Rams as well. Yeah. Although, how weird would it be if the Panthers won? Uh, that, I mean, wrong, Carolina the, has the talent. It's just the quarter. It, it would be with, one of the strangest things. If their defensive players come back, I think they could win. Like Luvu and them, I think they could. Oh, Luvu's back. Luvu's oh, okay. already Well, yeah. Then I think that this, yeah, this could be sneaky one to watch. I just, nobody knows how to cover Cooper Cup, so I don't understand it. I feel like yeah, I could I could at least fall over and be like near Cooper Cup when he catches the ball. I don't know what. The well, I would I would are. intentionally leave someone else wide open, thinking they're going to drop the ball and put two people on him at all times. Give him Skoranek, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, actually, Skoranek's a nice uh, deep league pickup right now. Uh, keep an eye on him because uh, he's the next Cooper Cup. I think possibly um, they really? use him more than they use Allen Robinson. So keep an eye poor on Allen Robinson, dude. Poor Allen Robinson for sure. Anyway, uh, that's that's it. That's that's those game previews. We went a little long because we got excited, uh, but that's what we got. And if you have anything else to add, reach out to us on Twitter. Tell us uh, tell us how bad our our plays were or how how great our picks were, and you won your league because of it. You don't have to actually do that, but you could. You're we're reachable, so keep an eye out. Uh, and we'll also be releasing our awesome possum uh, top five plays of the week here shortly. So keep an eye out on that on Instagram and. Uh, Follow us on all our channels. You already know what it is. It's the IDP Army and it's offensive points. Billy, you got anything to add here? I don't. Go enjoy some football. We got some good slate of college football this week, good slate of NFL football this week. I'm ready. Go, Birds. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.